Hey guys, um, this this is Jake here, and um, I felt like I needed to issue a formal apology for everyone who had to listen to that other episode. Um, I clearly sound <laughs> better now, <laughs> and I promise that I am better now. And it, it, here at the Tough Cut, we encourage growth um, because I did, in mm. fact, go out again last night before my, everything. My God. <laughs> um. But I, I didn't I didn't I didn't go that hard because I like I sent a picture to uh, Matthew and he <laughs> immediately messages me back. I have menacing vibes about your picture for our podcast tomorrow. <laughs> and I had to reassure him, I promise you, I am not drinking hardcore like before. Um, I, I just want to add a little bit of lore that makes your current uh, yeah. response doubly funny when he messaged me back he said i haven't had anything to drink tonight <laughs> so clearly from the time when he messaged <laughs> okay. me back to now right. he did have something to drink Again, the word of the day is growth uh, the word of the day is growth <laughs> said he wasn't wow. going to right um, but i gave him permission yeah 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 he gave me persimmons <laughs> and it was really nice yeah so yeah formal apology I will be more lively. I will have more in-depth things to say rather than <laughs> uh, like, uh, they're both bad. They're uh, both like, bad. Because <laughs> uh, as punishment as well, audience, like I was the one who edited that uh, episode, so I had to re-listen to myself. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah um, that was my own special hell. Um, oh, love you guys. Torture. Whoever stuck with that one, shout out to you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> genuinely appreciate y'all so much for that. But uh, without further ado, let's get on with the show. Um, without further ado, <laughs> ado, we're the we're the Tough Gut Podcast. This Hello, is episode... we are the Tough Gut Podcast. Hello, we are the Tough Gut Podcast. <laughs> this is episode thirty nine of our Skippy Bracket. Skippy Do. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Is there we a have, French Scooby Doo? I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's like a French oh, language like a, Scooby Doo, sorry, like a Scooby Doo set in France. Um, really I'm making sure me dig. there is like a. I think Paris, Daphne has a, be. A, a French cousin that they meet up right, with in right. one of the Daphne movies. Has some rich asset somewhere in <laughs> playing <laughs> stashed all over the world. Playing stashed somewhere. <laughs> um, uh, well, this is. <sighs> Hello, we're the Tough Cut Podcast. This is episode 39, part three of our Scooby-Doo bracket. I'm Matthew. Oh, I'm Alex. And uh, I'm Jake. I'm Jake, Jake, Jake. I'm one of those. Guess which one? It's Jake. Um, Coming at you in today's episode, uh, we've got finals level matchups. Matchup? You decide. Um, Match I. Match up. It is a single finals level matchup, and then there's another matchup on the other side. In the first half of the bracket, we've got um, two Sinstrom Classics, um, Scooby-Doo and the Alien Invaders versus Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Ghost. They go hard. And on the other side of the bracket, we've got a movie Alex doesn't like. (laughs) And Jake also said it was bad. And a movie okay. Jake tolerated slightly more because it was shorter than what it went up against. Um, <laughs> with Scooby-Doo and the Goblin King versus Scooby-Doo 2002. It should be a lot of fun. I also I also want to say, because there are a lot of things I feel like I got I to gotta, I gotta say for this episode. You know, 
so sober and not hungover Jake might have different opinions on these movies than <laughs> angry at the world, still maybe still slightly <laughs> inebriated Jake. So if I say anything that seems contradictory to what I said before, yeah, it, it would yes. <laughs> Um, That's full disclosure, both for the audience and for you guys, because um, I remember really liking Goblin King now. Nice. So we'll see cool. where that goes. Ooh. <laughs> oh, shit, you scared me. Fuck a ghost. <laughs> a really uh, what, depressed what, ghost. <laughs> what job of yours, Jake, did I steal last week because you were too out of sorts <laughs> to yeah, do well, it yourself? What I'm saying is. Spoilers, guys. We're going to be spoiling the shit out of these movies. Um, So many movies. We're going to be probably spoiling other movies like the French Scooby-Doo. Scooby dies and it's 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 replaced by Scooby. Eiffel Tower Scooby. (laughs) And that was my best joke. Um, All right. Thanks. Yeah. No, we're spoiling these movies. So spoiler warning. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Hee hee. And this is the Scooby-Doo bracket. So it's movies with Scooby-Doo. Nice. Uh, Jake. What's up? Hey, friend. Hey. Do you want to go ahead and introduce Scooby-Doo and the Alien Invaders? I sure, sure do. Um, Yeah, Scooby-Doo and the Alien Invaders. 2000, Jim Jim Red Rum um, (laughs) directed, you know, is a classic. I mean, Scooby and the gang get stranded. Small remote towns in the middle of the desert, Area 51-esque. And, uh, you know, they meet some aliens and get, you know, crazy and solve a mystery. Um, That's pretty much it. (laughs) Nice. I've got Um, pictures. I've got pictures. (laughs) On the other Mm -hmm. side of the bracket, we've got Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Ghost, released in 1999. Also directed by Jim Stenstrom. Um, Oh, that's how you say it. The... Scooby gang roll up to Oak Haven, Massachusetts um, to hang out and help solve mysteries with the famous author Ben Ravencroft as the question of his ghostly ancestor is at the center of the town and everything goes to all hell. Literally. When she is released and turns out to be evil, (laughs) evil ghost ancestor. Um. Much worse than my previous time introducing this movie. Um, also, the Hex Girls make their inaugural appearance. Nice. I was waiting. Uh, I was like, this the, isn't really a synopsis. You didn't mention the Hex Girls. <laughs> the eco-goths themselves. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the eco-terrorists themselves. Hey, hey, don't slander them. <laughs> That's not a slander. That's a plus for me personally. Um, <laughs> yes. Two incredible movies. I have a question for you guys. Um, yeah, go for it. So both of these movies are unique uh, in a, in a couple ways where there's a mystery that gets solved. But at the same time, the movie is like, but wait, it's real. Where like magic yeah. ghosts are real in which is ghost and there are real aliens and alien invaders. Would you guys rather live in a world with real magic or aliens? Magic. Um, actually, mm-hmm. well, I was also so I I was gonna say the correct answer is magic, but my answer is aliens because I'm very attracted to the alien. <laughs> um, Are you attracted to her also in her alien form? 
Let's not get into that here uh, <laughs> because the answer may shock you. As as Jake quickly pulls away and shuts a little sketchbook <laughs> by his side. <laughs> Let's just say when that song Groovy happened, I taped a picture of my face to Shaggy's <laughs> and I just had it follow. Groovy. <laughs> Do you think she... Okay, uh, small tangent and then we'll get back to your question, no, Alex. Please. Um, Do you think she can change her human appearance? And she just picked no, um, I don't, the amber appearance to look like that. I don't think so, because it comes from the like medallion. It's not like a power she has. It's technology, you know, hmm. like it. But she did pick what like she did. There was that line where she's like, I just based yeah. this off of oh, the, that's the true. clothing. Or that's whatever. Really true. So I guess. Yeah. Does do you, so I like, guess could they reprogram the medallion yeah. to be a different appearance or sh- could she do it on the fly? Well, I guess if she could do it on the fly, she'd probably update her wardrobe. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's a good question. I have a question yes. um, well, as well that's we related. Can, let's, okay. just, let's just let these tangents ride. Right. <laughs> let's go, baby. Right. Um, w- with the medallion and the changes, um, does everything change? Uh, what the hell do you mean by that? <laughs> Jake is asking for a friend. <laughs> uh, if does, does all the, anat- the anatomy change? When you do the medallion, well, they held hands. How real is this well, so change? In oh. when she's an alien, she has like the plasma body, right? I imagine mm-hmm. that that feels differently than skin. Um, and Shaggy and her <laughs> and they hold held hands, hands, at least hold hands. Yeah, but that's it. Like that's ex. Uh, so, I don't know how to ask this. <laughs> is it that's just ex- like an external coating that goes on the outside? How's the inside feel? You know, if you say <laughs> accidentally ended up with a finger in her mouth or put one up her nose or. I didn't want to say how's her inside feel. I didn't want to be the one somehow, to say Jake, Somehow. <laughs> That conversation came out the worst, like the worst phrasing it could possibly turn into is how it was said. <laughs> oh, God. Um, um, yeah, the, my answer is still aliens. So I think it depends for me. Like, what sort of sci-fi universe we're proposing. Oh, that's fair. Um, versus what kind of magic. You know, mm. like what systems are we talking about? Because as to p- displayed in each movie, magic users, it's by like bloodline. Mm, and yeah. I guess also Wicca can do magic too, just because. If you if you um, are pro trees enough, like I imagine the Lorax can do magic. Um, you imagine who can do magic? The Lorax? The Lorax. He speaks for the trees and I feel like he'd get along with the hex girls. <laughs> Sorry, was that not the crossover you had in mind? Or? Um, I guess it works. I think the Lorax is probably a druid of some kind. Um, yeah, so I, I think that makes sense. Um, yeah. Versus the one slur, very clearly not mm. in tune with magic. Um, big capitalist. Yeah. Um, versus Yo, the Dr. Seuss movies eventually, a bracket. That's maybe a good one. Could be coming soon. Versus the alien world they, they show, they are... We, we get a, only a very small glimpse and they have truly advanced technology and sweet ass spacecraft. Yeah. Well, cause like I'd want an alien war, like an alien, if aliens existed, I wouldn't want it to be like an arrival thing where like they teach us about time and then they leave. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, 
<laughs> Sorry, I spoiled Arrival for you guys. It's all about just teaching us about time. That it, oh. Literally, it's about time as a circle. Um, it's a beautiful movie. I fucking love it. Um, I, I'll have to watch it. I was going to pitch it for we'll something it if it eventually. Yeah, yeah it'll come up eventually, um, I think. I'm kind of upset I spoiled that for you, though. But, oh well. I'm sure um, I've like heard through like the... The yeah, great yeah. vine of the the world that right. like you know that's probably a thing yeah. once i started want, watching like, it i'd want alien stuff to exist kind of i don't know why this is the first thing i thought of but like i want them to exist to the point where like we can do space travel and it'd be like common like i want like a cowboy bebop situation where like mm-hmm. i can bebop around worlds uh that's that's what i would want if aliens existed i wouldn't want some like yeah attack I, all mars I, thing I, mars I, attacks i, I think <laughs> that neither of these movies display my idealized version of aliens or magic. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I had to choose between the aliens that exist in alien invaders and the magic that exists in, um, which is ghost, mm-hmm. I don't think I would be capable of magic. So I'd rather ball. Like, yeah, I would rather yeah. ball out with some aliens, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's, okay, okay. that's a good, that's a good reason. I'm winking. You guys can't see it. That's a good reason to choose the aliens. <laughs> okay. Also. Okay. So do you think, uh, the dog is an alien or sorry, yes. sorry, sorry, not, not, not that. Sorry. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> like that's think... the point of the no, movie. No, 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 no. How does the dog feel inside? <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, they chose a dog form, but is it a pet on their world? Yeah, wait. That's what I'm asking. Wait, That's yeah, what I tried wait to ask. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> it can stand on two legs and walk around like normal and speak. When it's an alien. Why doesn't it also just have like a human skin to wear? Why did they choose? <laughs> yes. <laughs> there might be like a there might be like a tier system thing going oh, on. Okay. So in their their um, civilization there is like a strict species hierarchy um, yes. where despite everyone being capable of like bipedal movement and mm-hmm. speech like certain classes certain classes of species are just below others and that's really fucked up that they would subject crystal to that oh you know what it that literally is it's a uh, it's in dc like the the martians they they have like white martians and like red martians or, or green, green martians, martians or whatever yeah. and commentary like, on race probably yeah sorry young justice just dropped a new season and i'm pretty hyped oh did it did, did it finally come out yeah on dc fandom they just said hey by the way two episodes are out <gasps> i got to yeah. watch it yeah um cool. pretty excited about that but anyway i i was just asking because like uh, if it's, it's a little, not a dog, <laughs> it's a little strange when you start to uh, deconstruct it. Yeah. Anyway. Um, well, so the reason I asked this question was because <laughs> if you guys had chosen yeah. magic, I was going to then ask the question, like, what would you turn into a sentient plant? What vegetable would you pick to be your pet vegetable? Oh, hmm. you can still she ask does that like, even though we chose She does aliens. like trees. She does like pumpkins. I think I would do like a little tomato. Mm. A little guy. <laughs> Just a little guy, a little tomato following me around. Um, pretty cute. I have a, I have a clarifying I call question. Him Tommy. Yeah. What's up? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I call him Tommy. Um, are beans a vegetable? Okay. So, okay. I think this system is you can have multiple little vegetable pets or little like produce pets. 
but the smaller the produce is, the more pets you can have. So if you have beans, you can okay. have like a small army of beans. That is but if you have a pumpkin, you like can get one pumpkin. I am so glad we are on the same page here. Yeah. But also, if I have like one bean, that's also pretty funny as well. Yeah. This one bean guy. A little bean. A little bean. What, would the vo- what would your bean's voice be? Can you do it for me? That's not what I hoped it was going to be. <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's why I want it to scare my enemies. <laughs> I imagine I could have like four tomatoes. Uh, I would name them <laughs> Tommy, Tammy, Timmy, and Rum Tum Tummy. Rum Tum Tummy's the first one to be eaten. <laughs> <laughs> Rum Tum Tummy's the runt of the litter. <laughs> if you're stranded on a desert island with your four tomatoes. <laughs> okay, follow up question on that. Okay, um, okay. If you did eat Rum Tum Tummy, would you suck the sentience out of him before eating <laughs> no. him? Or would you eat him alive? Here's well, another... <laughs> yeah, yeah, answer, answer. And then I have another follow-up to help you decide. I feel like if anyone says they're going to eat their sentient <laughs> tomato alive, that's a bad sign about that person who says they're going to do that. You you should not trust someone who's going to eat a sentient tomato. Uh, it's pretty messed up to take the sentience away from something, Alex. Right. Okay. <laughs> imagine you, could, you leave him sentient and kill him. Imagine and you then have eat a, him. Imagine you have a like a pet fish. You have a pet salmon that you keep. Do you <laughs> take the salmon out of its fish tank and just? cook it and start eating it like that <laughs> or do you kill and clean the salmon you don't just eat I, like start cooking it while it's still alive i so you're think you want to put your tomato down you want to put run to tummy down first i think there is a fundamental <laughs> difference would, between is, taking the sentience away and killing him i think those are different and i think, I think taking they feel the, different i think taking the sentience away is far less painful than just killing and eating a live tomato okay that's your opinion um th- uh, follow-up <laughs> question that'll help you um how do you think that tomato would feel on the inside probably the same as crystal on the inside <laughs> <laughs> um thinking about that that tomato juice in there amazing please i have a family um, <laughs> a a a a more apt comparison I want to make between these yeah, two please, movies. Yeah, please, because I genuinely, these two are so good. Um, um, we need this. Obviously, I think to any good Scooby-Doo movie, the music plays a big role. Yes, okay. And cool. I think the songs are generally quite good in both of these. Obviously, both of them open with a, a Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Then Alien Invaders has got How Groovy, which is the, the love song. Yeah. And Groovy. the aliens are here. Obviously, I think there's other tracks, but these are like the, right, the right. main Those are the songs versus which is ghost, which obviously you've got the Scooby Doo. Where are you? And then you've got the hex girls, um, then Earth, Wind, Fire and Air, and then the Witch's ghost yeah. um, all performed by the hex girls. Mm. What's what strikes your guys fancy? Which one do you think does music and then more broadly soundtrack better? You know, so here's my thing. I think that having a rock band singing all the songs thematically tying it together is very good, very cool, 
it's like very neat that uh, they're all like packaged together in a very like similar way. So it's totally the same. That being said, Groovy is possibly my favorite Scooby-Doo song I have ever heard. So I like the music more in Alien Invaders. Well, that's what's that's what's tricky about it, because like I was I was going to say a similar thing where it's like. I, I think the Hex Girls are, oh my god, I mean, there's a reason why they kept going along or whatever, but the fact that they gave Shaggy a musical number, and he, <laughs> like, they don't try to, like, they just make him sound like Shaggy, and it's like, groovy, and, like, it's, yeah. it's so fun, like, and it's so cool, and, like, you know, they're gonna have a tie-dye wedding, they're gonna party with <laughs> 1969, like, I, it's like it's it's fun, but with the hex girls, it's also really fun because they're the hex girls and they're gonna put a spell on you. And they're also like really like their designs really cool and like they just almost knew what they were doing. You know what I mean? Like they knew that this was gonna be a hit. Um, that's yeah. really hard. I don't know. Do you have like more like non torn thoughts, Matthew? The the. I don't have more non-torn thoughts, but the I'll add my thoughts to the the, yeah, the please bucket. Do. Please do. I agree. How groovy is great. It is so much fun. Um, I love that it is sh- sco- eh, Shaggy singing his truest, deepest feelings. It is. It is. Eh, it is his "I Want" song essentially. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, versus, I think like the actual musical composition of the Hex Girl songs are one. Um, just more like my taste in music. They're kind of like punk rocky aesthetic. Um, it's just something I dig super, super hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so I agree. I'm kind of torn where I think functional or I think functionally for story and character, how groovy is probably a better song. But I think as musical pieces, I think I personally prefer the Hex Girls songs. Mm. Yeah. Um, and so- then in the, uh, just one last little interesting thing I'll throw out in a comparison of the Scooby-Doo Where Are You's in each of these. Um, do you guys know who performed these two songs? One is no. sung by a woman, the other by a man. Yeah, that's, um, a, that's my only distinction that I had. Um, in Alien Invaders, it is Jennifer Love Hewitt. What? Which, interesting, fun. And then in Witch's Ghost, it is Billy Ray Cyrus. What? I'm gonna lose my absolute <laughs> shit. That's so wild. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Um, it's crazy wow. how he's had three hits: AQ Breaky Heart, <laughs> Old Town Road, Where Are You? Wow. wow. Yeah. So I, I think for me, musically, they're 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 both so good. Um, mm-hmm. they just take different approaches to like their key songs. Um, which I just think is really interesting. I want to hear you guys sing. No, we've already done this bit. We've, oh, we've done it. Sing. We've done I want to hear it. I want to hear it. <laughs> um, Jake, I haven't heard you sing Scoob Jake, I have or a question Hex for you. Girls. Yeah, what's up? You have to pick. Oh, no. Crystal or Luna? Um, One, you're an asshole for this question. Uh, because <laughs> hey, in a, per- in a perfect world. Yeah. You have to think about, you don't know what's going on inside Crystal. Also, she doesn't do long, long distance. <laughs> yeah, she does going. Crystal definitively does not do long distance. Yeah, but here's the thing: what if she was just saying that? You know, she, oh, she was just like that, letting she Shaggy was just, down. If she was just okay, either one, she just wants to let Shaggy down and needs to can't be upfront enough with him, right? Right. 
or two, she was trying to play hard to get to be to have him be like, no, we'll just like try it. And like that, I don't endorse. I think that that yeah. is very rude to the boy. Right, right. I don't think Crystal would be rude to the boy. Although um, I kind of do want to see an adventure of Scooby, Shaggy, Crystal, uh, all of them just like hanging out, exploring space. That sounds pretty sick. Is that what we're calling it? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, uh I've spent more time with Luna because she comes back in other movies that I've that is seen. True. Um, and she's spooky and <laughs> it's still spooky month. It is still spooky month. Um, um okay. Yeah. I think I'm going to, cho- I'm going to, I'm going to choose Luna. Um, Hey, isn't mostly- it weird? Isn't it weird that Luna has this base name and crystals, the alien? That's wild. Well, what qualifies as a space name? Well, Luna is like moon and crystal is like an earth mm. thing. Technically, Yeah, I the mean, moon is in space, but also the earth is in space. But the, That's the true. moon is also spooky. Yeah. You know, mm. has, has a lot to do thematically with, right. with spookiness. Wouldn't it be she cool if she, if, so like the, if she was a werewolf? That'd be cool. That'd be a cool plot yeah. story. Why didn't they do I that? Guess, okay. I'll, I'm gonna change my answer. Uh, Luna, in general, but in the with these two movies, it's Crystal hands down. Mm. You you would you would have the fun ride with Crystal for however long she'll stick around Earth, <laughs> and once she's gone, you'll probably never move on. But in general, if you if you were to pick one, right? Um, over well, I'll a, probably never move on, and I'll want to maybe like be sad and maybe like I don't know do some drastic like go to Oakhaven and like perform witchy rituals <laughs> and like want to get her back but then i meet luna and she pulls me out of it she and, pulls you, know, you we, out of it she saves yeah you. she mm. saves me cool because they're the hex girls and they're gonna push can i make a confession yeah yeah my first introduction to the hex girls was from the vampire movie with the vampire concert oh music I feel of the like, vampire honestly Genuinely, I do feel like that's most people's um, that I talk to. Most people's first, they think they came there first. That's criminal. Like genuinely, I I do think that is the case because a lot of memory, like I think like I asked my (laughs) sister about this and I'm pretty sure like hers was also the vampire one. I just, she's older than I am. I love, which is goes so much. I love um anime villain moment i love an- i love that tim curry <laughs> yeah, tries man. so hard to hide the tim curry and then, <laughs> and then once once he's unveiled to be a powerful warlock there is there is no more trying to hide that he is tim curry he is just given permission to go full curry so you know um, what's funny uh, actually in both of these they have obviously tim curry's is superior but both of these they have that kind of a thing because the y'all notice the one of the military police and alien invaders for no reasons just sounds extra detective-y like he's like nah, 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 and the other just talks normal <laughs> like there's no reason for it at all that there's like you guys better get out of here and the other guy is like yeah sonny you better leave <laughs> you gotta go it's like there's no reason for those two like to be like it's so funny um, and it's like a similar like that guy's definitely evil, right? Like he sounds like a <laughs> villain. Uh, that makes yeah. me think of the mayor in Witch's Ghost. For some reason, the only person in town who has a very strong like northeast accent, like the JFK, like <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I can't. That was do the a JFK, best accent. But- <laughs> <laughs> 
Clam chat. I can't do, I can't do it. I lost it. I lost it. Clam. Uh, yeah. Uh, ask not with your people. Yeah. It's this yeah. kind of voice. Like, why is he yeah. the only one in the whole town who talks like this? It's 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 yeah. very funny. Because um, not everyone could talk like Tim Curry. That actually was the original <laughs> direction in the film. It's like, hey, everyone else, could you try to talk like Tim Velma. Curry? Velma. <laughs> very different movie. Very fun movie. I want to see that. I want to see a movie um, where everyone talked like Tim Curry. Wow. That'd be kind of uh, fun. This is hard. Because, like, objectively, I do think that Witch's Ghost has the better villain as well. Like, in Tim Curry. Um, you could say what you want about, like, the actual Witch's Ghost. Like, you know, like she, she's fine. Sarah Ravencroft, like she's like, <laughs> I think she's a big bad that happens. Yeah. With, you know, it's like okay. I, I I think the like slow, insidious nature of Ben Ravencroft, like s- proverbially slipping up on his real interests as time goes on, mm-hmm. um, is just like such a fun arc for a villain. Um, Whereas I don't think in Alien Invaders, we have like really interesting villain stuff going on because like the uh, the researchers or whatever um, don't like do very much. They're um, not as involved in the plot as Tim Curry yeah. is in Witch's Ghost. Yeah, which yeah. a big piece of that is by nature of Tim Curry, like being along as like a friend of the group for mm-hmm. two thirds of the movie. Right. Um, and then being, you know, so he can kind of yeah. tag along and add his commentary and get his perspective. And that they got Tim motherfucking Curry and is like, yeah, we're putting him in the movie. We, we like, want to use him. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think like that really benefits, which is ghost in my opinion, um, at least from the villain perspective. Yeah. So here's, here's my question though, about which is ghost, because I don't necessarily agree with you. Like, I think he is a better character. Mm. I don't know that his villain arc is necessarily good. Cause you kind of like you hear him mm. asking, like she, you hear him saying like, she wasn't a witch. She was good. And like, I'm looking for her book and you kind of get that a lot, but there's no, I don't really think there's like slipping up. I think all of a sudden Velma figures out where the book is and then they take out this like really spooky box. And the book is like this, like very evil looking grimoire. And then he's suddenly evil. Like, I don't know if there's like mm. slipping up necessarily. I just think it's like a turn, but I don't think it's necessarily bad. I just kind of disagree with you on like the arc of it. Fair enough. And I definitely agree. Like you don't get that in, uh, uh, alien invaders, which you alien get a lot invaders. more of is like the mystery of like, okay, well, who are these people? Like, uh, with the like security guards and stuff, like what's actually going on here kind of thing. Right. Um, yeah. It feels like a standard little mystery. And then they have little twists at the end that the people that were helping were real, which I really appreciate as like a thematic, like change of pace in the Scooby-Doo things. I also think that was like one of my first ones that I watched where like they did that, where they made it like a real thing. I know we kind of touched on it earlier, but it was just like, that felt so cool to me when I was younger. I was like, Holy, like is real. Like the real alien, you know, I, I think, um, to Alien Invaders credit on that one is Senstrom, his kind of cornerstone in these movies was whatever the thing is, is that it's real. Like Zombie mm-hmm. Island, you've got real ghouls. Um, which is Ghost, you've got real magic, real witch. Alien Invaders, they do subvert a little bit by having not the villain be the real thing, but Amber and Crystal be. Mm-hmm. Um, real aliens, yeah. which I think is, you know, 
kind of yeah, I just really cool. love that and could commend them for that. Um especially because the fake aliens ugly as hell. Yeah. Those uh, broccoli looking motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Though they were probing people for fun. <laughs> just Yo. to like keep up the illusion, Yo. which is super fucked up. Yo. That's so funny. What a ridiculous plot point. Okay, but here's the thing. Actually, that is a comparison I want to make because do y'all remember in Witches Ghost? Yeah, I know. You're 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 surprised here, but do you remember the joke? There was a gag in Witches Ghost where the giant turkey uh, oh, gets basted. And Easter. the giant turkey legs up, and we get a POV shot of the turkey <laughs> as it's giving birth, and then a giant baster. Yeah, that happened. That happened in that movie, She's and we can't cursed. ignore it if we're talking about probing in alien invasion. We can't ignore it. They both went there. Which wow, one was more true. explicitly shown? Which is ghost? Uh, we got a POV shot, man. I don't know. But like I, I think feel like the way that it's framed in Alien Invaders is so funny because it's like it's so they funny. did experiments on me. And then it like like the way that it <laughs> animates to like yeah. out the window looking in and everyone just goes <gasps> <laughs> It's it's so good. They all cover the like you can't hear Yeah, it's awesome. Who's who do you think idea was at first to probe? Like who do you think be like, guys, they're not gonna believe us and like I, I, the the, the skinny the guy. weird little guy yeah yeah, yeah. 100% yeah. Man. he's like <laughs> what if we just like probed him like we got to sell the illusion guys and they're like what the what what's going on they still went along with guy, it that guy wanted to probe people like yeah. they wanted to do the this whole thing to get rich and that guy was like yeah i'll pretend to be an alien so i can probe people <laughs> yikes <laughs> There came a point. They're like, oh, God, like people are starting to like not believe in the illusion. Like they're thinking like maybe this is all fake. It's all a conspiracy theory. So they're like, I guess like maybe we probe someone. And he's like, well, if I have to, I didn't want to be the one to say it. Honestly, super uncomfy. I hate that guy even more now. Like super, super uncomfy. Well, they do that. They do get arrested at the end. Yes. Tim Curry gets eternally damned. (laughs) (laughs) There are repercussions uh, to these things. Um, Which, (sighs) you know, when you measure out which one's worse. (laughs) Yikes. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, I think we should vote. Yeah, we need to. Well, Uh, I don't. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to vote. I can. I can vote. Finals level matchup, but I've got to give it to Scooby Doo and the Witch's Ghost. I am voting for Alien Invaders. Oh wow! Um, I didn't expect that from you, Alex. Uh, that's interesting. Um, honestly, and this sounds wild, but it was the probing conversation that sold it for me. Witch's Ghost. I'm vote. I'm voting for Witch's Ghost. What got way too uncomfy <laughs> with that skinny man. <laughs> And his shenanigans. Uh, Crystal, <laughs> darling, I love you. I know we can't work out because, you know, long distance. Um, but I still think about you. Um, especially this month. But that will, yep. Anyway. And if you get this s- message, if you get this message, let me know what's going on inside. Uh, some friends were asking. <laughs> we're we're going to see science. on our, our listener statistics, a single listen from Zordoff. And it's like, where the fuck is Zordoff? <laughs> <laughs> it's right. Zordon's cousin. 
With that. Doing the Mars Power Rangers. (laughs) Uh, With that, Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Ghost advances to the finale. Um, Let's jump to the other side of this one where we've got Goblin King versus Scooby-Doo 2002. Um, I guess I can go ahead and introduce introduce, um, Scooby-Doo and the Goblin King. Please do. Um, Scooby and Shaggy get sucked into the ghoul world um, ruled by the Goblin King as they must steal the Goblin King scepter to stop a magician turned powerful wizard um, named the Amazing Kretzky. Um, And it's just a fun little romp through um, Halloween spooky town, basically. Um, Yeah. Do you want to introduce Scooby Doo 2002 as Alex like scowls over there? As I grump in the corner. <laughs> grump, 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 grump. Um, Scooby Doo, directed by Rajah Gosnell. Um, I'm so sorry for I, I, again. I listened back and oh god, did I did I butcher your name before? Uh, and I'm pro- I might be not doing it perfectly now. Uh, but directed in 2002. And this is, you know, our live action Scooby-Doo. The gang breaks up and they come back together through a spooky invitation by a mysterious guest of, or mysterious host of Spooky Island. And they have to come together again to solve a mystery and get the gang back together with Sugar Ray. Um, the Sugar Ray part is not important to the plot, but Sugar Ray is in this movie and it must be talked about. Okay, I guess it must be talked about. <laughs> Very confused. <laughs> um, you guys don't fuck with Sugar Ray, Ray. I I don't know, man. You guys don't fuck with them banging their guitars on that little shed. Costs a lot of money for production. <laughs> okay. Um. I don't. I don't know yeah. what's going on. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, something I forgot to do, I think, last time I introduced Scooby-Doo and the Goblin King. Um, released in 2008, directed by Joe Shikta. Sh- uh, um, mm. yeah, so Joe Pesci? Joe Pesci no, Joe directed Pesci it. Uninvolved. Uh, Jay Leno uh, voice <laughs> acted. So many good voice actors in Goblin King, which just makes me even more furious that I dislike it so much. So, something... I want to call out. Actually, maybe this is a, a fact. We'll save this one. We'll save this one. Actually, what for when Goblin King is in the finals? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what we'll save it for. <laughs> um, hey, Jake. Hey. Um, since you were a wall much of last conversation mm-hmm. what, what do, do you want to give some revitalized thoughts about scooby-doo and the goblin king oh yes actually yes <laughs> yeah 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 thank you um so yeah god it would be so funny if he you. just said the same thing <laughs> oh god what, what, see i don't mm. even remember fully or whatever but like um I, I, I like it way more than I gave it credit for. Like, I was like, oh, I still stand by the fact that Goblin King is probably, like, um, it gets too long um, in certain parts. <laughs> where it's just like, oh, okay, you know, I want a shorter, spookier romp. 
Um, but I genuinely like, I really, really believe in the whole, like, this is just a spooky, ho- like it felt like a Halloween special for, uh, Mr. Like for Shaggy and Scooby. Um, and I really, you know, like the jazz spooky skeletons, which I, I know I mentioned before. And then, you know, the, the, the little witches, uh, Velma as a werewolf is kind of attractive. Um, you know, <laughs> on the other side, we've got Linda, uh, Cartolucci as Velma. Cartolini, Cartolini. Lini, thank you. Cartolucci, Cartolini. On the other side. Cartolini. Damn. Yeah. On the other side, we have Linda Cardellini as Velma. So you know, werewolf Velma, Linda Cardellini Velma. Linda, Car- I mean, Linda Cardellini sweeping that fucking competition. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Like I, I, I genuinely like Goblin King way more than I gave it credit for, just because it's like it, it is just fun and spooky and Halloweeny, but they don't, they don't, they don't like give the other gang enough chance to be fun spooky and halloweeny and that's where my main like gripe is that like i wish as this i know they just wanted to make it a shaggy scooby thing because that's that that's where you're gonna sell this movie in you have a bunch of awesome voice actors you put shaggy and scooby through the fucking ringer that's where you get your big bucks that's where you get your kids being like this is great but um i think if the rest of the gang would have been uh, spooky like with him and like had More to go active. to the goblin rave and like whatever that would have been really fun because I, I have it in a note here Velma sucks in this one I think she's kind of like not great I don't know like it just doesn't feel like Velma or whatever she is this is she just like spends all her time being like wow oh, well that can't possibly be yeah, real she, like and it felt so weird to me and it felt so like why are I we think- yeah I think this is a, a deep, like not super relevant, but no, go for Velma it. has a very similar, I think, perspective in the already voted out um, Scooby Doo and the Thirteenth Ghost, mm. where she's like very much like the disbeliever, etc. But they give her a lot more to do with that perspective in that movie. Well, actually, it's interesting because I was going to say, like, with the live action, Velma's kind of with that in the beginning, right? Because she she's also very much like, oh, this is facts is logical. You have the oh, camera lights the over there. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you true. have like the whatever. But she's still like she's an, an obnoxious about it. like she doesn't feel like an asshole about it. And that's why I like the live action one like better as a Velma portrayal, because it's not like she's not like down for it. She's like, oh, shit, that's real. Like, she doesn't, like, faint and pass out, and then all of a sudden, that's an excuse to not use Velma for however many times. Yeah. And, like, um, but, yeah, no, similarly, like, Velma in this one, they they make her the factual, or in the live action, they make her the factual, like, this isn't real. But then when it is real, she's like, fuck it, I'm in it. Like, instead of, you know. <laughs> when there's Goblin revealed King, to be actual she, demons. Yeah. Um, um, in 2002, she's, like, rolling with it. Yeah, which I think is very interesting. Uh, Alex, what do you think about what I just said? Uh, makes me kind of horny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, uh, we were... my the window in my living room uh came off of its track and fell into our apartment. Oh, oh like the pane or the entire window? Like the the whole window. Nice. <laughs> oh, very Did cool. Very it? fun. Uh, enough. Cool. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, we were just talking about how one of the things Jake doesn't like in Scooby and the Goblin King is that Velma, the, All of the rest of the gang is underused. <laughs> Velma in particular takes on this role of kind of the skeptic, but 
it it is used in a really annoying way versus 2002. She's also the skeptic, but they allow her to kind of take that in stride and still utilize her character. Yeah. Um, just to update you. Cool. Yeah, I totally agree. I think um, the characters as they are in uh, uh, Goblin King, Velma, Fred and Daphne are all very simple, archetypical uh, mm-hmm. And I don't know that you even really get that from Fred and Daphne. Uh, you really just get the like skeptic archetype from Velma. And that's really it. Uh, mm-hmm. In Scooby-Doo 2002, they're all actual characters with depth. Uh, so, yeah, 100% agree. I will. Uh, uh, another thing. It's so funny looking at like the notes that I actually had versus what I said, because I was like, I can't read last week. Yeah, the Goblin King for me got bodied too quick. Like he got like conquered just way too Kretzky easy. just destroys him in half a second. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, the dude named Kretzky's really taken down the dude, like Goblin King, who was, yeah. you know, like Tim motherfucking Curry, like whatever. To give credit to kind of what Alex was saying on the last episode where they don't utilize him a lot, I feel like this was a perfect opportunity to like, okay, have him have at least a battle rather than like a <laughs> Krudsky, you know what I mean? Like, it just felt like, I know it's to showcase that Krudsky is evil and powerful or whatever, but like you also were trying to show that with Goblin King. I don't know. You know That's what I think he's my, really a softy. Sorry. You know what ahead, I think Alex. my biggest issue with Goblin King is Scooby-Doo at this point had so much history with like, there are real monsters. Like there is like, real magic and witches ghosts like there's all this stuff and so to still just make Velma a skeptic barely in it and then to not have any of the like references to old Scooby-Doo movies I feel like it's just such a letdown like they're gonna do this Halloween thing Mm. they've Scooby-Doo is the monster show they've done the monsters they've got all the monsters why is there no reference whatsoever like it just it all feels so empty and pointless to me I think that like I I don't agree with that critique because not every movie is building upon or in the same continuity as the previous ones. Like Scooby-Doo 2002 doesn't really build upon any of the previous, Mm -hmm. you know, continuities. It isn't until its sequel that they reference the beginning of kind of mystery incorporated. So like, I don't know if like, I, I just don't think that's like a particularly valid um, argument against Goblin King. And, and, And I do think that like, um, with Goblin King, like, I thought it was fine, like, it not, like, referencing anything else or, like, being, like, what it, what it was uh, for, like, oh, oh, monsters exist and stuff, because I can applaud them for trying something new and just being, like, all right, this is your world, be in it, whatever. Um, yeah, I, I, I do think that's fine. And, like, for a Scooby-Doo movie, like, I, I don't think it necessarily has to rely on, like, older ones or whatever. My thing is, like, it just it feels like pandering. Like it, it feels like they were just like, okay, this is the Halloween Scooby-Doo. So we're going to put all the Halloween monsters in it and they're going to see all the Halloween monsters and they're going to see the next ones. And then it's going to be over. And it's like, mm. I, I just feel it, it all feels so meaningless and pointless to me. And I think part of the fact, part of it is the fact that it's all, 
like the crux of it is this idea of Kredsky, Kredsky stealing Halloween magic, which is just such a stupid concept pulled out of nowhere, like totally made up about like fairies and goblins. And the pixies just, and like, yeah, yeah. It, it's so weird to me that this is like the Halloween movie and it chooses like fairy pixies and goblins as like the like main monsters if that makes sense like the halloween magic is tied to fair well it's just halloween magic is tied to fairies and goblins if you think of halloween monsters those are not the two choices that come to mind right goblins all the time jay leno but like when Uh. you (laughs) (laughs) like when you think of halloween you think of all the ones that they meet you think of witches you think of vampires mummies you think of uh, uh pumpkins like I agree. I think of goblins more often on a daily basis, but that's because I'm a goon. When I think of Halloween (laughs) goblin and fairy, like it's just such a weird choice to me. And then to like, I don't know. I hate this movie. I'll say it. I don't I definitely don't think it's to, to give Matthew less of a crisis like I, I generally don't think this is an empty soulless movie. Uh, no, I'm not even just saying that like I think it, I also think for certain like of these Scooby-Doo movies like we're watching them now as whatever. I wonder Alex if you would have watched it as like a kid. I'm sure I would have watched it. it more. I, I would have sat through the whole thing. I don't think I would have liked it. Like it for this to be the Halloween movie and for the Halloween in my mind to be so poorly done. I just, I don't know. I'm so against it. Something I will give credit for in your perspective. I do think that the, the movie just kind of traipses you through Halloween land. It's kind of like, oh, here's an obstacle. We get past it in this way. Like they're more concerned with sh- like showing all these like different relatively loosely connected vignettes of like Halloween concept than they are like building a cohesive narrative with that idea. Um, I do think there is something to that. Um, I just I think for me having like I don't know, random vignette of Jay Leno pumpkin or jazz skeletons. Yeah. Um, I, and I, I can, I, I can appreciate fun. that as well as like, yeah. just a fuck it. You can have fun. Like you, this is your normal romp. It's not going to be what Scooby-Doo feels like Scooby-Doo. Cause I said it before, like this is, this doesn't feel like Scooby-Doo movie. It just happens to have Scooby and Shaggy in it. Um, yeah, but d- d- drunk Jake unlocked and figured that one out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dr- 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 I wasn't. I don't think I was still drunk, but I was heavily hungover and not whatever. Um, but my real question is, if it wasn't Jay Leno and it was a current host of a late night, who'd be the best c- one? And I'm thinking it's John Oliver. Last mm. Halloween tonight, <laughs> we have. <laughs> Um, it's time to party with the Goblin King. <laughs> I just, yeah, I think John Oliver uh, just has such an incredible voice. Hearing him uh, do anything, I think, would be hysterical. I would love him as the pumpkin. You imagine me, good. Um, mm-hmm. he said, "Good." Thank you, Shaggy. 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 Oh, that's another thing. The part in uh, Goblin King when there's like the werewolf bouncer and 
uh, they're like, oh, Scooby's going to be my head and I'm a werewolf. It's like, I just watched the movie where Shaggy is a werewolf. It makes me so angry. I know that's not the matchup anymore. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. Velma looks really good as a werewolf. Let's not forget that. Let's let's take that into consideration. I should also take Thank into you. consideration. Um, <laughs> I think it's just a moment. Probably only I think is funny. Oh, but as Kredsky is flipping through his book of identified mystical creatures, it's like fawn, fa- fauna, <laughs> fang face, fairy. And I'm just like, wait, 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 wait. What is a fang face? <laughs> Can we go back to that? Let's go back to fang face for a second. Um, and I just think that's funny. Um, something that also strikes me as interesting in Goblin King is they play Velma so hard into the skeptic role and then yet they have Scooby and Shaggy be the ones at the very beginning to like unveil all of Kredsky's tricks and how they're all just like tricks and not real magic. I'm like, what? (laughs) Also, what kind of production is that magic show where two people can just walk up like onto the stage (laughs) and mess with the performer and no one's going to do anything about it? There's got to be some PA there who's getting fired, right? (laughs) Honestly, like Shaggy and Scooby were really rude. Yeah, they kind of sucked. Like, I'm kind of on Krudsky's side. Like, Like, if I were were Krudsky, I'd steal a fairy and steal a magic goblin scepter and then try to kill a a boy and his dog. I, too, would steal the Halloween magic. (laughs) I kind of see where Krudsky's coming from. I would steal the Halloween magic. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready to vote. Shall we vote? Are we voting? Unless we have more to to say. No, so, yeah, I, I... I don't have more to say. I am ready to vote, and it's unfortunate because, like, I love Tim Curry. I did have a fun time, but as Scooby Doo movies, genuinely, like as the bracket stands, I think Scooby Doo live action is a very amazing culmination of what a Scooby Doo movie is. So I'm voting <laughs> is that, for Scooby. Okay, <laughs> I got you. I had a, I had rhyme and reason. I got you. Got you. Um, I can go next. Sure. Because <laughs> I'm sure I know what you're voting for, Alex. What? No. Um, to take the wind from your sails so you cannot be the one to issue it a death blow. <laughs> I am voting for Scooby-Doo 2002. Wow. You know, Matt, that's so weird because I'm voting for Scooby-Doo and the Goblin King. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, uh, Matthew, you get one change vote. Remember, one change I vote. I didn't use it in uh, that earlier bracket. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, yeah, the team up bracket. No. So I'm changing my vote to the Godfather Part Two. <laughs> Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance comes in flying. Uh, with that, <laughs> Scooby Doo 2002 advances. Um, Scooby Doo and the Witch's Ghost will go up against Scooby Doo 2002 in the finale. Um, it's going to be a fun one. Um, no honorable mentions this time, audience, because we don't like you anymore. That's not true. <laughs> That's we not love true. You audience. We just we we have some fun shenanigans planned for honorable mentions, and there's Scooby Doo movies. There's there only a limited amount. Um, don't worry, we'll have some good stuff for you in this finale. Uh, we're looking forward to doing it. Uh, you know, and we love you guys, and hope you're. Uh, next time we see you, it'll be Halloween, right? Or past Halloween. So have a safe Halloween. The finale will air after Halloween, right? Oh yeah. 
So, now so have a safe and spooky 4th. Halloween. Happy Halloween to all of you lovely, lovely individuals. And uh, go get spooky out there. Go get spooky um, out there. Well, so you guys should dress up as the hex girl. We should dress up as the hex girls. We should Honestly, dress up as should. the hex girls. That's a great guys. costume idea for us. Guys. Amazing. Hex girls. Um, I'm going to spell on, on you. Yeah, have a fun, spooky, safe Halloween. It is an absolute shame that the month of October must end. I wish it could go on all year long. (laughs) And I mean that. Don't we all? (laughs) He held up a knife when he said it. Oh, if if you enjoyed today's show, like, comment, follow the show on mm-hmm. all of your favorite podcast listening platforms. Um, you can find us on social media at Tough Cut Pod. Um, sometimes we tweet um, and stuff. Yo, it's pretty sometimes good. we tweet. Sometimes we do be tweeting, though. We um, do be tweeting. And you'll never know which one of us tweeted it because uh, that's always the mystery. <laughs> For our eagle-eyed viewers, I think they could see a friend. <laughs> uh, that's true. All the most fire tweets come from me um, mm, because mm-hmm. I am naturally the, the funniest in the morning for the Hex Girls. Oh. Oh. Ah! <laughs> yes. I think Matthew just <laughs> flooged. <laughs>